I did some research. I got this from Wikipedia, by the way. I did not steal it. But I did some research on Ireland, and Ireland has the, uh, the uh, unanimous claim of being the first country right now that has instituted the rule of law that makes it possible to disconnect people from the internet. IRCOM is the first company who has pledged to collaborate to kick people off the internet if they indeed download without permission, whatever you want to call it. And we have some interesting quotes on this. I fished off the web a couple nights ago. The director of the Record Label Association, Imbra, says, uh, Mr. Doyle says, illegal <coughs> downloading is killing the market. This is a big debate, obviously. And this is a key question, right? Is it really the illegal downloading that's killing the market? To me, it's a little bit like this video. If you're so inclined to have assumptions about what is right or wrong, you'll believe pretty much anything. Check out this video. Japanese people proving that with the cell phones you can make popcorn out of corn because they're so dangerous. So if you believe that mobile phones are dangerous, you think this video is real. Right? Because you believe that phones are so dangerous they could fry your brain so they can make popcorn. So when you watch this video you're saying, well clearly that's, that's proof. Right? Very much like a discussion about downloading. Saying, okay, people are downloading, freeloading, not paying, so clearly we have to stop them doing it so we can make money. Same story, and I'll show you why. I think this is barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> um, if, you, uh, if you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Kids are not even downloading anymore. It's us that do the download, the old guys, right? Because now music is just a click. And much worse than any downloading, you can stream on demand any song, any TV show, anything on demand around the world. And with people connecting on mobile devices, there's 500 ways to get music for free that are not trackable. So why are we wondering about what they're downloading? Let's wonder about what they access. And if we do that, then we can move to China. Right? Because then we can basically control everyone. Uh, here is the motto of the... the uh, the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry, the IFPI, which do some good work. And I would agree on this, of course, protecting intellectual property is important. I, I mean, who could not agree? I bought books, I'm a musician now. It seems kind of obvious. But again, it's completely broken off the wrong tree. Because it's not protection that will make us money as creators. It's the use, the legal use, and the permission to use what I made to get the money back. It's not the fencing that makes the money. Which brings me to this point. Ultimately, it's all about this, right? The creators, now that's not me, by the way, it's a bunch of Japanese guys, and the listeners, the users. It's about two people, the creator and the user. It's not about the middle. What is in the middle is because of the internet subject to discussion. That is the reality. Because on the internet, creative work of high quality is more in demand than ever before. It's not like we have better songwriters because we have the internet. We have more people writing songs and publishing, yes, but 
you know, the creator is the most powerful entity and, of course, the user. So, of course, we need middlemen to connect them. We need the record industry, the publishing industry, and broadcasts and others to make sense out of this. Clearly, we need that. But let's zoom back to the beginning of the, of the whole debate. Really what matters is to get the creator paid if they are successful, not if they're not, right? and to make the user happy. That's what matters. So we can debate all the theories about industry issues, but what it comes down to is this. Right? That is where the value is being created. What's important really in this order, if you are a musician or a songwriter, which I was for 15 years, I made 20 records, tried to write many songs that weren't successful. What really matters in this order is this, right? Talent, building an audience, getting recognition, and then the money. How can you expect to get paid if you don't even have an audience? And how can you, I mean, you know as a musician, the biggest problem we're having is not that we don't get paid, that is a problem, man. Is that nobody knows who the hell we are. Right? Obscurity is a much bigger problem than money. So once you're not obscure anymore, that's when you want the money. <coughs> Clearly, before you're completely unknown, you do anything for free. You have dinner with the guys from Rolling Stone, and they even pay their dinner, right, just to get the word out. So this is really what matters, right, talent, audience, recognition, and money. Let's not forget that part, because it's not all about how we can monetize. First, we have to have attention. <coughs> so this is Music Industry 1.0. It's really quite a simple world of selling copies, selling units. And, uh, big companies like Sony, Warner, EMI got into the music business because the margins were extremely high. They ate with the CD. <coughs> and they got in because of that reason, so in the old days, you could not book a an airline ticket without calling the agency. You could not get distribution without one of these people. You could not get cable TV or satellite without one of these boxes. And you certainly couldn't buy a DVD in Hong Kong and play it at home because of region coding. So a very simple story, control equals money. And that's a fact, right? I mean, I'm not saying this as a blame, this is just a fact. In the old days, if you did not have distribution, your songs weren't going to be listened to in Indonesia or India or Greece, for that matter. You had to have distribution. So control equals money. If you wanted to buy my book, you'd have to go and order it. Now you can download it for free on the internet. So does uncontrolled means no money? That would be that too. Because like, you have to have some control to make money, but really what we're seeing now this is the world that we're living in. This is why it's a rather confusing slide. All this stuff going on, and we have lots of, we have thousands of choices of what we're going to watch on the internet or on cable TV for that matter. We're connecting, we're uploading videos. For example, did you know that Facebook last month played over two and a half billion videos <laughs> were played on Facebook? Two and a half billion. And 25 hours worth of video was uploaded to YouTube every minute. Uploaded. 25 million <coughs> photos are shared on Flickr every single day. What a foolish undertaking you would say, you know, all the time wasting that goes on. But the bottom line is really, I think if you want to get paid, this is the bottom line. You connect with fans, you offer value, and you give reason to buy. 
That has always been true, of course. The, and this is in a way the internet is like uh, atomic energy. You know, it hasn't made a new problem, just made a big problem much bigger. Because you know, if you're evil, you're using the atomic bomb to kill everyone. That's not a new problem, it's just a bigger tool. So now on the internet, we have the same problem. We had always had this problem how we get paid as artists. But the internet made it really big, a big issue, much bigger than before. But we can summarize to say, because now we're all connected, and again, we've seen nothing yet. I mean, wait until we're all on wireless internet devices that cost 10 quid or 10 euros. That is the future. <coughs> Control does not equal money. And that's a fact that we have to get used to. And that's a very, very difficult fact. I can tell you for that matter, everybody loves control. Everybody is worried about being open, because when you're open, you become vulnerable. You're exposed. You have privacy problems. You have issues of who's allowed to do what. You have confusion. When you have control, you seemingly seem to be in charge of everything. But I know what, if we want control, we can't be in the business of music. Because music is all about sharing, it's about community, it's about emotions, it's not about counting stuff and selling units. And that was a short period in the music industry. This paradigm of the past is no longer going to work. Clearly, we can try all we want. And again, you know, as I said earlier, obviously it's being tried right here in Ireland. Right, to strong arm and muscle people into certain behaviors. This is the result of the music industry policy the last 10 years. US record sales and download sales declined by almost 65%. The music industry globally has gone from 40 billion to 16 and a half. Congratulations to a winning strategy. And if this is the way forward for a music, I don't know where we're going to end up. Minus five, we have to pay money to make music. <laughs> so clearly that's not quite working. Now we have to ask this question, as painful as it may be, does protection really make money? And my hunch is it doesn't. It will not and it does not. So we have to look in a different direction. Permission makes money. That has always been the way, radio. When radio came around, it was illegal. Radio operators were pirates. Of course, you know, England, Ireland, you know, they, no, there's huge history here with illegal radio stations becoming the mainstream, the BBC and Radio London and so on, right? So we have to look in this direction and say, okay, can we think of a different direction? There's a great quote here by Winston Churchill says, we have no money, we shall have to think. <laughs> I think we're gonna end up at this point in music right now. We have to stop talking about theories and ideas that, in principle, are not bad ideas. And they were great ideas 20 years or 50 years ago. And there are, of course, the laws. These ideas are the laws. Control is the law. But let's be pragmatic, because the law doesn't feed me as a musician or as a writer. Let's be pragmatic about how we really can be remunerated, be compensated for what we do, rather than point to the lawyer and say, you go get my money. Rather than point to Google and say, Google should pay, and then Google says, no, 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 it's the ISPs that should pay, and the ISPs say, no, 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 it's the taxpayers should pay. And you know that is not an issue that's going to get us anywhere. So bottom line is, we have to realize 
The music is already in the cloud. You heard about cloud computing, right? Basically the idea that all of our assets, media, contacts, money, books, are moving into the network and all we do is just tap it through the mobile devices that we use. You may think this is sort of geekdom territory or California New Age hippieism, but it's not. The reality is all of us, our grandmothers, are going to connect to the internet in two years using a cheap device with a just go like this. You know, when I talk about the iPad already does that, but it's not cheap. It certainly is not open. But do you really think that African people who go to school in five years from now are going to print textbooks and ship them all over Africa? They have a $10 device that gets them onto the network and they can learn anything they want, watch any video, read any book. That's the future that we're going into. There's more than 300 ways to share music now. I mean, I can't tell you because it's not me. But there's 300 ways to share, and I literally mean share instant messenger, right? If you have kids, you know what I'm talking about. Everything gets attached to instant messenger. Billions of music files are shipped across the internet using instant messenger and Skype and what have you. There's so many ways you can't even start counting, right? So now the government says, let's, for, let's make sure we don't use BitTorrent. And if you do, we get kicked off. I mean, that's so ridiculous that I can't even get anywhere close to the real reality of this. And how is it going to pay anyone if we kick people off the internet? The lawyers get paid. I mean, if you're a lawyer, then congratulations. <laughs> you just scored a victory. Every single club is going to be connected to this network. You can watch the show at, at, um, at the Blue Note or so. On the internet, you can watch an opera already on the internet. So what will happen in this regard today, basically, this is our default situation. We have water, we have electricity, and we all pay for this at the utilities. The future will be this. Top per child announced this week that they will be a prototype XO3 computer two years ahead of schedule. The tablet, of which you're seeing a rendering here, will eventually cost 75 US dollars, according to OLPC's <coughs> founder and chairman, Nicholas Negropont. $75 for this box, I think this box will be $10. Because made in Taiwan or whatever. And you'll access the web, it doesn't have anything in it except for accessing the web. So when you have cheap, ubiquitous, mobile social connectivity, our business model, the very idea of what we do with music and other content is completely different. And I'll tell you what, this is great news for the creators because it creates an instant platform to be found, to be watched, to be followed, to be loved by your fans, and to convert them into pay. You cannot possibly have a big audience and not get paid. That would be very hard to do, in fact. You can have a big audience on YouTube and not get a dime. That's a different story, right? Which I will talk about as well. But because I've been in digital music since 1995, I've written four books about this, and I've advised every single major record label, publisher, and so on around the world. And I've, I've sort of stood down for the last few years and says, basically, it's like a bad marriage. At a certain point, you say, well, you know, this is really not, you know, no matter how I try it, it's not working. It's dysfunctional. I mean, if you look at the situation that we have around the world, it's, it's like a comedy. It's better than a comedy. In Germany, if Spotify or a music company wants to launch to sell access to music and make money with music, GEMA, the German society, 
wants 12 cents for a stream, <coughs> to allow the stream to be transported to me. 12 cents each because it's a substitute of a copy. And clearly it is. But still, 12 cents for a stream, so a billion streams a day, you know, that's only about 120 million a day. That should be possible for Spotify. So this is a situation where we have to say, well, let's think about a reset here. We have to really think about a new way of doing this. We can't just keep on putting band-aids on this. We need a reset. This is totally like America. From domination, war, you know, utmost extreme capitalism, now to a situation, in theory at least, right, of collaboration, of creating uh, collaboration and ecosystems. A connected world is a different world, and that's why we have to accept that. And it's basically new behaviors, new standards, new social contracts. Privacy is, a, for example, a big topic, right? It's really quite simple now with privacy. We used to have it as a standard, as a default. We didn't have to do anything to be private. On the web, it's the other way around. By default, we're not private. We have to do something to become private. That is a new social contract. So when I'm on Facebook, or whatever we're doing, we have to be aware that what we're doing there is by default public. We have to reverse the process and say, let's make it unpublic if that's what we want. So it's a new social contract. And as a, this great event I was at in, in Austria a couple of years ago, they called this the new cultural economy. I think that's a good keyword. It's a new economy. It's a new way of looking at the same Problems. And so what we're seeing here is a radical change for everyone. <coughs> and I, again, of course, this is, of course, everyone's problem. This is a big change. This is a big change that goes from the copy economy to the access usage and the cloud 